On today's episode of Scientific Healing, you're going to hear... So you coach executives, is that what you exclusively do? Leaders up to CEO level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way I like to describe it is whether you're leading yourself, you're leading others, or you're leading the entire company, you know, you are a leader in some form or fashion. Here is today's scientific healing tip. I also want to talk a little bit about quantum leaps. So the quantum leap is a, an illogical jump that has no known path. So in a quantum leap, you have two states. So in, in, a, in a, an atom, you have a lower state, an upper state. And when the, um, when the electron drops to the lower state, it emits some sort of energy, you know, like laser light is one of those emissions, okay. right? But the process is instantaneous. Like, you know, it goes from here to here with no time, with no time lapse and no obvious path. There is right. nothing in between. It just here and then it winks out of existence and it comes back here instantaneously. So, yeah. so when people say make a quantum leap, that means that there is no logical path. No logical and, path and it's instantaneous. And it's instantaneous and it appears to wink out of existence and come back in. And if you think about when somebody's learning a new process, like let's say you have an ice skater and he's trying to do a figure eight and he's trying to do a figure eight and he's trying to look, that's one of the rudimentary things. Right. And they keep trying and you know, they keep falling down on the foot change and they keep falling down and they keep, and then all of a sudden they go from one day not being able to do it to the next day, being able to do it perfectly. Right. And that's, that's the way it is with everything. That's what I call, would call a quantum leap. And that's the same thing in energy healing is that we provide that quantum leap to go from one state to another without knowing how that, how you got there. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics with my with ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has amplified results with hundreds of my healing clients and students. When you are ready to feel energized at the end of the day, we're after working with your coaching or healing clients while expanding and growing your practice, go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me or contact me at scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. I have a very special treat as my guest today. You are meeting Karen Brown, a true superwoman. She is an unconscious mind expert on leadership and professional performance. As you now today hear about her activities, you will find that she is highly motivated, goal-oriented, high achiever. She is an ultra-performance athlete competing in some of the toughest endurance competitions in the world, as well as a successful corporate executive Her current activities include being a certified executive coach, keynote speaker, and best-selling author. As you can see, Karen does everything with the same ferocity and excellence. I wanted her to come on the show because she is the perfect example of having the tools to carry whatever she endeavors to a successful conclusion. Yes, people, success leaves a lot of clues. She has written a book on unlimiting your beliefs, seven keys to greater success in your personal and professional life, because really the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. 
and it outlines the seven scientifically, I love that, scientifically proven keys to higher success as told through the story of competing in the Ironman competition. And if you don't know what that is, that's where you run a marathon, bicycle 100 miles, and swim, I don't know how far it is, two miles maybe? 2.4. 2 2.4. Mm -hmm. And that is a really tough race. And when that first started happening, I watched it. And I, I've been a long distance runner for a long time. And I was going, I don't know if I could do that. Everything just seems to be like everything chafes. So I can't wait to hear <laughs> that story. <laughs> and the really tough part is the mental work and the prep that comes. Like you have to be mentally really tough to do that. And you might be wondering how this relates to energy healing, but it has everything to do with moving energy. A limit is an illusion, and it creates a seemingly impossible barrier, and energy healing helps unblock those beliefs. And if you are a healer, if you as a healer or coach are limited, you cannot help others transform as profoundly. So this is really important. I love that Karen is one of those people that has shattered her own limitations of what was possible for her. I can't wait to hear Karen's story and what those seven scientifically proven keys are. Welcome to the show, Karen. I'm so delighted to have you here. Uh, I'm delighted to be here, Anastasia. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, so, you know, along with that success thing, there's also, uh, you know, living your life and being in a lot of relationships. And when I read a little bit about your story in the beginning pages of your book, some of it's really familiar to me about how your goals and your, and your direction and where you wanted to go wasn't being supported by someone important to you. And many of you higher achievers out there are familiar with this, including me. A lot of us have these kinds of people in our lives. Please, can you tell us that story about starting from here to help those out in the same kinds of situation? Yes. Well, I was 44 years old. Uh, 2010 was the year. And I had decided um, that I was going to pursue my lifelong dream of competing in the Ironman World Championships in Hawaii. And my husband at the time, and this is, by the way, after I learned how to finally conquer my own limiting beliefs, which had for 28 years held me back from even pursuing that dream. So I had conquered my own limiting beliefs, and I thought, well, I should pursue this dream now. I'm ready to pursue this. Mm -hmm. And had this, this deep nagging feeling like I had what it would take to compete and to finish that very difficult human endeavor. And so shared this with my husband at the time, who had previously been an adventure racer and was also active in his own right. And it was met with lukewarm reception at best. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, I don't get it. This person supposedly loves me more than anyone else on the planet, other than probably my mother, right? <laughs> and, and then it all came to a head when one night he, I said, well, I'm going to go all in and pursue this. I'm going to hire a coach. You know, I'm going to do what I think it takes to do this. And he said, well, I'm not going to support you in that. And I don't think you will get there. I don't think you have what it takes to achieve it. And 
I was absolutely crushed. I, I broke down on the spot. I remember going to bed that night and I cried the entire night. And it's, it's one of those cries where you, you fall asleep sort of unconscious for a little while and then you are still crying when you wake up consciously. It yeah, was horrible. Right. And it's not, it's not only that before that you were, uh, you know, an active, very active person and you also were pursuing a line of business. So you were, you know, being successful in that too, right? Yes. I was very outwardly successful. That's yes. Uh, I was an executive in a, a, a very large corporation at the time. Uh, I was also athletic and fit and I say athletic because there's a difference between what I was at the time, which, you know, I was the typical um, active person, which meant I would go to the gym five days a week and I was a recreational runner and mountain biker. And that's pretty much the extent of it. I would compete in 10K races like the Boulder Boulder. My biggest claim to fame back then was that I participated in and finished the Pikes Peak Ascent, which is you know, a, a half marathon climbing up the face of Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs, Colorado. A difficult race, mind you. Um, Sounds it. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, I was only doing the things that I knew I could do. Mm -hmm. I wasn't pursuing anything that stretched me beyond my perceived limits, you know, mm -hmm. that really stretched my comfort zone or caused me to break out in a cold sweat like the Iron Man did. And when I thought about the Iron Man, I thought I would throw up because it was so difficult in my mind. And I wasn't a swimmer and I didn't even own a road bike. I had never even ridden a road bike. So, you know, there were, there were several people who thought, well, how are you gonna be able to do this? Because you're not a triathlete, you're not any of these things. But it really culminated with my husband who just, put it right out there and used it to stab me right in the heart like a dagger. And I, I got up the next morning and I looked him dead in the eye. And this took a lot of resolve, mind you. Uh, I said, no matter what, I have to pursue this. I am going to pursue this. And I hope that you will find that you can come along and support me along the way. But if you don't, well, I'm not going to be the person that I think I can be and should be and was meant to be if I don't pursue this and see what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I have been told this, you know, I got told, well, why are you out running so early in the morning all by yourself? Mm. And I finally just said to him, I wouldn't be the person I am without that activity. So I need to have it, right? Yeah, yeah. And of course, and that relationship didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Neither did mine. And wh what I later found out is that what he was saying to me were really his own limiting beliefs. Yes. They really had nothing to do with me or my capabilities. They were all his stuff. And while, you know, while I wish uh, that I would have been equipped then, you know, to have that conversation with him, I just wasn't. And so ultimately, I had to choose to leave the relationship. And the good news is we both grew a lot from it. 
And that enabled me to do some more self-discovery because I think we're all pilgrims of self-discovery in this journey that we're on. And it enabled me to find the partner that I now have who is 100% supportive of what I do and loves that I travel all over the world doing these you know, incredible uh, human competitions. Oh, so you're still competing like crazy. Well, I, I, would, I wouldn't say like crazy, but I do compete every year in one to three what I call A races, mm -hmm. which are uh, now I've, I've gone through Ironman. Uh, I transitioned into something called Ultraman, which was a three-day or is a three-day 320-mile triathlon. Mm -hmm. I did two of those. And then I got really sick of my road bike and just put it away in the closet <laughs> and transitioned into single sport ultra endurance uh, activities. So what I'm doing now is ultra endurance trail running. Mm -hmm. And so last year and this year, I'm really focusing on the European and Italian Alps. So my next big race is the, uh, uh, something called Lavaredo. It's a race put on by the North Face. And it is 120 kilometers through the Italian Dolomites. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful country. Yeah. Yeah. I, while I lived in Europe, we went and visited there. So mm. beautiful, beautiful country. Yeah. So the seven keys that you talk about in your book, the seven keys, is this something that you already kind of knew ahead of time? Or is this something that you developed, like, you know, followed and tried one thing and said, oh, that works and that doesn't work. So tell me a little bit about those and explain what those are quickly. Sure. Uh, so for, I had a 30 year career uh, in business uh, and I, I still have, you know, my own businesses. Uh, but I, during that 30 years, I was um, involved in commercial real estate uh, for a long time and some other industries. And uh, during that time, was always very successful in coaching other team members. And th this is before coaching was even a thing, right? Like nobody referred to it as that. You were just a good boss or you were a good leader, or maybe you were considered to do good team building mm -hmm. things. Uh, and so, you know, wasn't exactly sure that what I was doing was effective coaching, but came to find out later that yes, that is what I was doing but it was all in the conscious mind. And what I learned in pursuing the Ironman, beginning with how to unlimit my limiting beliefs is working in the unconscious mind. And so for, the, for, the, for our discussion here, uh, I'm just gonna say that the, there's just two, two parts of your mind, which are conscious mind and unconscious mind, um, because it's just simpler that way. And if you think of an iceberg, you know, your conscious mind is the 20% of the iceberg that you can see above the surface. And your unconscious mind is the 80% that you can't see below the surface that is responsible for driving all learning, growth, and change. So what I discovered in unlimiting my beliefs to pursue the Ironman touched off uh, a journey to really discovering that whole world, the power of the unconscious mind, neuro-linguistic programming, and ultimately these uh, seven keys. And yes, I did, you know, through trial and error, uh, try on some, test them out, and then looked at the studies and the research about them 
ultimately whether they were effective or not, mm -hmm. and really honed in on these seven that I saw through those several things that would be scientifically effective for everyone. So you use some of these principles in your coaching to help move your executives to higher, higher levels of performance, productivity, and success, right? Um, yes. Yes, absolutely. Realizing, and this is, this is why I named my company Velocity, realizing that when we engage our unconscious mind, first of all, we get to the root cause of the issue, mm -hmm. and then we can make changes and be more effective with more velocity and ease. Changes happen more quickly, and they're also sustainable changes. And, you know, we do that work with leaders, you know, whether you're leading yourself or a team of people, or you're leading your clients, or you're leading an entire organization. It's effective with everyone because, again, you're using your unconscious mind, and that's the way all of us are wired. Yes, exactly. Um, it's, actually, it's actually worse than 20 and 80. It's actually 0.002% is your, your conscious mind because we, our conscious mind can only process uh, just under 200 bits per second while your subconscious or unconscious mind processes somewhere like 4 million bits per second. Oh, there you go. Right. I'm so, on your show. Yeah, so that's why <laughs> it's good to know a scientist or two. <laughs> That's right. And you're my favorite scientist, Anastasia. <laughs> Thank you. So, so the, the thing is that all of, our, all of our daily habits and processes are run by that subconscious or unconscious part of us. Yes. And if it, if it weren't that case, then our entire mind would be occupied with, um, you know, dull, boring routine tasks like telling your heart to pump and your lungs to breathe. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. And so the more that we can change the thing in the conscious mind, like changing your habit, let's say to, um, you know, going out for a run every morning or, um, you know, having a healthy food every day or drinking enough water every day, getting those into that subconscious habit until your body starts to uh, actually crave those things and you miss them. And it usually takes somewhere around 90 to 180 days. It's not the three weeks the, that the pop psychology talks about. And it's actually the same exact process in when I do energy work on somebody, I notice that it takes about 90 days for the pathways to start getting set, just like those unconscious habits, right? So that's what's really interesting about this, how it parallels, how how really practical things really parallel what's going on in the body energetically. Oh, so, agreed. Right. And, and let me say this, it, it's really the alignment of the conscious and the unconscious where the magic starts to happen, right? So yes, we, exactly. we talked earlier a little bit offline about, you know, when you're a business owner, uh, you have to do things consciously after or that are aligned with your unconscious decisions, habits, patterns, dreams, goals, what have you, right? And it's those daily decisions and things that you then carry out through your, through your conscious mind that really cause your success or create that success. That's absolutely right. And so one of the questions that people can ask themselves is, is what I'm doing at this moment moving me towards my goal or away from it? Yes, Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's actually one of the keys. I, 
I call it something a little bit different. It's the same as what you just said, though, and I call it no discipline. And it's a play on words because it's the discipline to say no to those things that are going to get you off track from your goal or your dream. Yeah, people used to <laughs> wonder about me when I, when I had an idea or something, whether it was in research or whether when I was doing my, my graduate work, they would ask me out to pizza or go, go do something, and I'd say, no, I'm busy. Because <laughs> I had that going out and having a pizza was completely counter to any of my goals. <laughs> yes. So yes. I'd say, no, no pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've done the same, although it's been slightly different where I've had to say, no, you know, I'm pursuing this thing called the Iron Man, and I've got to be in bed at eight o'clock tonight so that I can get up at 3.30 and do two workouts before I get to working in my business. And yes. they, just, they look at me like, really, you're going to go to bed at eight o'clock at night? Yep, I am. That's what it takes. Right, exactly. And also, the, it also takes a lot of discipline to get up at 3.30 in the morning and get things done before your day starts. Yes, and some very strong coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so who is it that seeks you out? And how does working with you transform their life? So leaders seek us out, like I said, whether you're leading yourself in your business or you're leading clients or you're leading a team, maybe those are even contractors that are supporting you in your business and your clients, mm -hmm. or whether you're leading an entire organization, those are the people who seek us out. And within that group, it's what I'm gonna just say anecdotally is 40% of everybody that we can work with has to be in a position where they are self-aware of, you know, that they have some patterns going on and that they are ready to do that work and make changes. Mm -hmm. To make changes, as you know, being a scientific healer, it takes work. Yes, it does. And it's, it doesn't have to be like toil work. It can be pleasurable work. Like you can make fun of it. Like when I, when I go out and on a walk and I do healing, I just kind of make it like it's fun right? And it, it can be fun. And it actually, when I do it on myself, it feels kind of good. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is not drudgery at all. <laughs> but and, and yeah, there's no reason this can't be fun, right? I know. And so it's not like you just say you have to work on yourself, but let's not make work into a four letter word. <laughs> let's turn there it you go. F-U-N. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right. The, the end result, the byproduct even along the way is that it does feel good. Mm -hmm. You are aligning yourself and supporting yourself in that way. And, you know, like me with clients, I mean, that is the most fulfilling work ever. Absolutely. It, whenever, you know, whenever I see somebody being highly, highly successful after working with me, whether their health is improved, you know, for example, kidney disease eradicated, uh, heart problem eradicated, blood, blood chemistry changed, diabetes changed, whenever I see that happen. And at the same time, they also start um, blossoming in their business or their career. It's kind of like all energy, whether you're healing or whether you're moving in your career, because I'm sure that the people that you work with also get healthier along the way, right? So it, 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 success works hand in hand with your business, your relationships, and your, you know, your physical health, everything. 
Um, it's Absolutely. Also- I, I was just going to jump in and say it's all interconnected. Mm-hmm. Right. It, so yeah. even even when I was pursuing the Ironman, which at the time, you know, I, I didn't think it had anything to do with relationships or with my success in business. And what I found was it permeated everything because everything is interconnected. So you're right. Uh, and that that's how, you know, the transformation happens with folks that we work with. You right. know, uh, one of my clients, I think, said it best. He said, you know, this is so effective for me because it's changing my thinking. Mm-hmm. The way that I think is different now. Mm-hmm. I'm so much more self-aware. I'm tuned in and I ask myself, okay, what's the root cause? What's the pattern first? And then what's the root cause? You know, is what's the evidence of what's going on here? You know, is it a limiting belief or is it something different? So yeah. it is It is a way to transform your thinking and then transform your outcome in whatever part we're talking about or working in that then permeates to everything. Yeah. And some people say the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely true. And, yeah. you know, just by your example, for example, and pursuing this, uh, you're a successful business person. You now have a successful relationship, and you're a super healthy from from your athletic pursuits and eating. You know, you have to eat right. You have to get your rest. You have to drink your water. It just absolutely has to be done. And that's one place where I get a lot of resistance. So, so if you're if you're to tell, look, if you drink your water every day, you'll make more money. <laughs> Do you think more people what? would do there's it? more money in my water? <laughs> <laughs> How's that work? <laughs> so after the break, let's dive deeper into your success process and how the listeners can benefit from that. I want to remind all of our listeners, you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis, and today my special guest is Karen Brown, executive coach, amazing athlete, and all-around success. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into her process and show how you can unlimit your beliefs. You can actually do simple physical manipulations on yourself to change your mental, emotional state, release blocks, and even um, release things like pain in your body. And of course, the backup to all of these techniques, the backup is to work out also the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, and then relieve the physical. Um, I have a process that does that. We go through um, one step at a time and clean up all of, so you didn't, whatever condition that you have, whether it's mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical, whatever condition that you have, especially if it manifested in the physical, was usually years in the making. You didn't get it overnight, years in the making. One of the ways that I work is I find out when something Uh, got manifested in your body like go back to that year and then rewrite the story uncreate the story redo the story so it's as if it never happened it's as if if you imagine your life is a tree and here you are at birth and each decision that you make will create a different branch right so you have all these branches of possibilities and you're ending up somewhere along the branch And by doing energy work, 
It's as if you did not make that decision and instead you made a different decision and you end up on another branch. So that's the way I view energy healing with regards to, to whatever your life is now. And the great thing is that we are infinite beings of light, powerful beings of light, and we can change our history and we can rewrite things and we can create whatever life we want. And I'm ready to have a conversation with you if that's what you'd like to have in your life, either learn it for yourself or to um, have me help you with it. So I have my contact information is scientifichealer.com forward slash contact or scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. So you can either write me or have a conversation with me and I always answer the, you know, I always answer whatever queries come through. And I do it personally because I'm very interested in hearing out, hearing what you would like to hear. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. If you are a healer or coach, you can discover more about scientifically heal. <laughs> I didn't say that word. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes by going to scientifichealer.com forward slash action and downloading the action guide for discovering your biggest challenge to success. And before the break, we were talking to Karen Brown about unlimiting your beliefs to succeed at really amazing things. So welcome back, Karen. I'm so excited to be talking about your process further. Me too. This is fun. <laughs> awesome. So we started talking about those seven keys and we didn't really elaborate very much. So let's elaborate a little more. And, uh, you know, you mentioned about the no discipline. That means saying no to things that are not moving you further. Like <laughs> when I'm really being strict about my diet and I'll pick something up, I say, is this moving me closer to my weight goal? If it's not, put it down. <laughs> right. So uh, that's one of them. So let's start talking about what all the rest of them are. Okay, great. Uh, well, in order uh, from the book, they are number one, tap into the dream. Number two, conquer limiting beliefs. Number three, no discipline, as we discussed. Number four, do what it takes and schedule equals goals. Number five, make a decision and verbalize. Number six, hire a coach. And number seven, hit your goals, enjoy the victory, set new goals and dream again. Right. So the celebration is one of those things that a lot of us don't do. So celebrating after you hit the goal, it basically tells your body, Ooh, I want more of that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Even the small victories along the way, right? That yes, exactly. Every little victory. How are you to continue? Right. Yeah, oh, yay. Great. I got a hundred dollar client today. Oh, yay. <laughs> Every day counts. <laughs> yeah. I sold 15 books this month. Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. Or I really helped that client transform and move forward. Oh, yay. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All of those, every little thing helps. Yes. So the first one is tapping into your dream. Mm -hmm. And really, isn't that some of that, just put it into plain language, isn't that really looking at what it is you want to accomplish and visualizing yourself doing it and your why for doing it? Yes. And a couple of other things. So basically what we're doing with tapping into the dream is first 
choose a dream that is so big that it, it makes you sweat because it, it needs to stretch your comfort zone. It needs to cause you to expand. If you're not absolutely sure you can do it, it's probably the right dream. So go big on that. And then, like you said, tap into the visualization and not only the visualization, seeing yourself achieve it, also tap into what it will feel like and what it will sound like. So when I was pursuing the Ironman, I, would, I could literally, without even closing, closing my eyes, feel the air in Hawaii on my skin, what it would sound like from a mile away to be uh, moving toward the finish line, what every step toward the finish line would feel like, you know, on the bottoms of my feet, to my hands, what I would see, what it would feel like internally to me, and what it would mean, you know, thus the why. So absolutely, yes. And to, to do that often, you know, I would do that multiple times every single day. And specifically when I was getting up in the morning and when I was going to bed at night. Wow. Yeah, I remember when I was in high school and college and did races, uh, I would walk the track and then I would just imagine myself pushing to my absolute limit mm -hmm. and pushing through because I'm, I'm a relatively short person. <laughs> so all those ladies with long legs could, could easily beat me out. And I even remember out jumping, I'm five foot four. Well, at least I was then. I'm five, closer to five five, but I'm five foot four. And I was playing basketball against a five foot eight lady <laughs> doing a jump. And everybody thought it was a foregone conclusion that she would get the tap, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? So there's always that kind of thing. Like I knew I was going to get the ball. I just shot up from nowhere and she goes, I don't know where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> like a bullet. <laughs> so, yeah. So. yeah. Well, the same holds true in business. You know, I, I talk a lot in the book about the Ironman journey and it's really just a vehicle, right? For tapping into your unconscious mind and achieving success in the area that you want. So if it's in business, you know, see yourself, living every day in the business that you want. What will it look like, feel like, sound like, you know, yeah, and step into that reality all the time. Yeah, and I like that, that it's the scary goal. And uh, when I was in a self-help group, we always said that where whatever you're afraid of, that's where you have to turn next. Yes, right? exactly right. Like Carl Jung, right? What you <laughs> resist persists until you deal with it. Yep, so... <laughs> Do the scary goal. It's in your it's the in your face. And it's like if you don't hear it once, at first it's a whisper and then it gets a little louder and then a little louder yeah. and finally it's clonking you on the head and you better do do something about it. Yes. That way with everything. And mm -hmm. you said unlimiting your beliefs. So do you have a process for that? Yes, absolutely. And here it is. You'll want to write this down, listeners. And not only to use for yourself to use for your clients as well, okay? Because a lot of times our clients are really suffering from nothing more than limiting beliefs. And here's how you can transform them and conquer them. Mm -hmm. So get out an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and a pen. I know it sounds archaic in this digital age. Oh no, writing is very important. It taps yes. into a different part of your subconscious. Yes, it does. So, and that's why we're doing it this way. So left-hand margin, 
And first of all, let me preface this by uh, helping you to identify and listen for when someone is suffering from a limiting belief, and it may be yourself. When we say things like, well, I just don't have enough money, time, talent, skills, support to do whatever our goal is or whatever our dream is, that is the essence of a limiting belief, right? Because we're limiting what we think we can do, our capability. So, uh, and I'll give you a real life example as I take us through the technique. So on a sheet of paper, left-hand margin, write down what is your limiting belief and just write it down verbatim as it comes straight out of your head or out of your mouth, right? So for me, um, I had been training for the Ironman for a year and I hit a plateau and I hit a plateau specifically in being able to run faster and becoming a better swimmer. And so I actually walked through this with my coach at the time. I wrote on the left-hand margin, I am not a fast runner and I am not a great swimmer. Those were my unconscious limiting beliefs, just straight out of my head. And here's a, a, a better way to do the technique. Write down an exhaustive list of all of your limiting beliefs, right? Because what I, what I came to understand is that I had a lot more that were looming inside of my head every day that just hadn't bubbled up to these top two yet. So I wrote down all of them. Then on the right-hand margin, write the exact opposite of the limiting belief. So the unlimited version of it. So in my case, it was, I am a fast runner and I am a great swimmer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you have this list and then what you do is carry it around with you and put something on your wrist, like a reminder band or put your watch on the opposite wrist or something like that to create self-awareness, to catch yourself when you are saying these, uh, these limited beliefs in your unconscious mind. Because it happens many, many times during the day and we're typically you know, pretty unaware of it. So every time you catch yourself saying that limiting belief, switch whatever you know your reminder mechanism is and say out loud the unlimited version of that belief so i am a great swimmer i am a fast runner and let me tell you this gets a little fun because at the time i was doing this i was running a very large real estate office and i was walking around going i am a great swimmer i am a fast runner <laughs> and people would give me that look like Okay, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and one like you said earlier, have fun with it, right? Own exactly. it, have fun with it. Say it with zeal and zest and gusto, right? Right, and you can even improve that by saying all the times and all the ways I am a fast runner. Yes, absolutely. Right? Because what that does is eliminates all all dimensions, all realities, all possibilities, and all you know everything, all time, all space. It just, it eliminates all that. And you say, I have no more excuses. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it creates in your unconscious mind all the evidence that yes, I am a, a fast runner. I am a great swimmer. Yeah. Yes, and I absolutely am. Right. And then the, the, other, the other thing you mentioned is putting everything on your calendar and scheduling it. And this is, you know, I raised two children by myself with a full-fledged career and running every morning and taking care of, of myself and them. And the only way I could do that was by scheduling. 
You know, I yes. had my time for doing everything and I have, that has persisted. That's been one of my big success strategies all my life. And so I, I love that you mention it again, because a lot of people forget, oh yeah, well, I'll get to it. Yes. <laughs> it's like, no, put it on your calendar and get it done. Yes. And that, that's why in the book, I, I say that that key is called do whatever it takes and your schedule equals your goal. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if, if we've gotten out of the habit of doing that, which I, I think you're right, a lot of us in society get out of that habit. And once we get out of that habit, it, you know, we forget really that our, the schedule that we keep is going to lead to whatever goal we have, whether it's the goal that we've actually set for ourselves or it's sort of a default goal because it is how we are administering our schedule or what we're following in our schedule. So yeah. is, it, is it by design or is it by default? Right. And if you're running your own business, you know, you might want to have freedom with your business and you can make your own schedule. It's not you're following someone else's, but you really need a schedule. Don't look at it as something that ties you down. Look at it as something that frees you. Yes, absolutely. And scheduling your time off is just as important as scheduling your time on. Yes, yes, agree. <laughs> and then you, of course, have hire, hire a coach. And hiring a coach is really important because coaches can have bigger visions for you than you can have for yourself. And yeah, sometimes they believe more in you than you believe in yourself at the time. And that can be a real key. And you know, going back to how we started the, the discussion we're having about relationships and that they, they play the, the most key role in our lives and our well-being. I remember my husband at the time saying when I verbalized that decision to hire a coach, he said, who do you think you are? Do you think you're some celebrity that you're going to hire a coach? You should just, you know, download an online program and follow that until you see that you actually have what it takes to make it to the Ironman, then you can pay someone. And I said, you know what? I think you're dead wrong about that. And here's why. Because I'm entering a world that I know nothing about. And I need someone to tell me what I don't know. I said, I don't even know what I don't know yet. Right? And I said, I want the quickest path to this. I've wasted 28 years of my life wanting this goal and not pursuing it. I said, I don't want to take the long way around, you know, in, in making all these discoveries and, and probably making all these mistakes that are inherent. I would rather just hire the expert that is going to help me get there as quickly and easily as possible. And I'll do whatever they tell me. Yes. And that's exactly, uh, you know, all, all successful business owners have coaches. That's right. Like I've talked to some multimillionaires, they all have coaches. And um, I, I started my business that I'm in now at the age of 65, at the age of 60, I'm 65 now. And um, I said, I don't have time to waste. 
I want to do it and I want to get it done fast. And so I've had a very fast upward trajectory in, in working because I've gone through and found the coaches that I needed to find. And so, um, you know, anybody who's an executive out there listening, you know, um, Karen, that's, that's what she does. That's not my thing. That's what she does. But it's really fascinating how we use the exact same principles to help people um, actually transform and get to their goals. And, yes. and we and have me, different modalities, right? Yeah. Yeah. And let me say this, that we can achieve no matter what capacity we're in, we can achieve higher levels of success with a coach because they provide, you know, that outside set of eyes or that dust free mirror that they can put up in front of us. And, uh, you know, the, the book, by Marshall Goldsmith, what got you here will not get you there comes to my mind because, you know, through our own conscious endeavors, our own learnings, awakenings, what have you, we can get to a certain level of success and coaches help us get beyond that level to higher levels of success, you know, wherever we are um, in our business or life. And also give you a new understanding of what's possible. Yes. Because a lot of, you know, I only hire coaches that are way ahead of me in, in where I'm at. Yes. Somebody, if I've reached their level, then it's time for me to move on. (laughs) Agree. Yeah. And the first coach I hired, she was number three in the world at age 50 in um, the Ironman. So I hired the right person. Okay. So how can people get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me a couple ways. Uh, on my website, which is velocityleadershipconsulting.com. And uh, I also have a 1-800 number. So if you want to just, you know, call right away, you have a burning question or something that you'd like help with, uh, that 800 number is 800-217-0017. You can also book time with me on my website. That's awesome. Thank you, Karen. And thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute delight. And I'm sure that you all out there listening to her have gotten tremendous, tremendous value and ideas of how to move yourself forward. And of course, you can always give Karen a call or go on her website and check her out. Oh, Um, I have one more thing to give your listeners. Oh, awesome. Yeah, this is especially for your listeners, Anastasia. I'm so thrilled about this. Okay. So um, I have a uh, playlist of my best, really short, what I call micro solution videos Mm -hmm. on these techniques to engage the power of your unconscious mind and create higher levels of success for yourself or those you lead or those you're working with. So those are available for free only to your listeners. And you can get those by going to velocityleadershipconsulting.com forward slash scientific healer. Oh, awesome. So we get a special gift, people. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much. That's so generous. And I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to um, come and speak with me about your awesome, awesome uh, endeavors, successes, and teaching other people to be successful. Thank you. Delight, delightfully fun being on your show. And thanks to your listeners as well. Okay, so thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and our fascinating guest, Karen Brown. You can connect with her at velocityleadershipconsulting.com. Let's you and I connect. Go to Scientific Healer. 
facebook.com forward slash energize me to check out my certification program to help you thrive as a healer or coach while building out your successful practice. When you're ready to learn more, I invite you into a conversation right now. I have reserved time for you on my calendar at scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. This is Dr. Anastasia Choplis. Until next time. <music>